this week on The Real Man Talk Show. We found that the majority of our church, even till this point now, the majority is still working. Um, they've been protected. God's been providing. Um, it's, it's been miraculous. So, you know, God's economy is different than the world, world's economy. Our guest this week on The Real Man Talk Show is Pastor Tommy Colonna, lead pastor at Crossover Church in Tampa, Florida. Pastor Tommy, also known as Urban D, or The Urban Disciple, has recorded multiple hip-hop albums and traveled around the world performing and speaking at several churches and conferences. He's the author of four books, publisher of Soul Mag magazine and producer of Soul Mag TV, and is the founder of the Love My City movement, a philanthropic movement that started in Tampa and is now spreading across the world. Please welcome Pastor Tommy Colonna. Welcome to the Real Man Talk Show. We are here for the real men of Christ, the guys that try their best to live a righteous life and take a walk with God. It's not always easy, we know, but we try our best. Uh, I'm coming to you from Orlando, Florida. Got my partner with me, as usual, Frank Ski. What's up, Frank? What's going? How you doing, man? How's it going this week? Awesome. You you sporting your Lakers gear. What's what's going on? What's what's new? You ready? You ready for that bubble? Hey, since Worthy, Magic, and Kareem, I've been with them. Uh Uh-huh. So you, you didn't buy that once LeBron came, right? You sure? No, no, no. Okay, okay. All right. That's what you say. All right. I, w- I want to find an old shirt that you have. All right. You find it. And don't go looking for vintage either. All right. Come, come through. Come through. We have a special guest with us, Pastor Tommy Colonin, a.k.a. Urban D from Crossover Church, my pastor, my church. What's up, Pastor T? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Good to be with you, Chris. Thank you, man. Appreciate your time. I know you guys got the grocery drive going on and all kinds of stuff happening down at Crossover Church, man. What kind of year has it been? I mean, it's been a challenge, but you guys, I mean, Crossover has really come through and made some impact, right? Yeah, man. The challenge is, uh, man, to say the least, mm-hmm. a crazy year that none of us thought 2020 was going to end up the way that it has so far. And uh, the reality is, man, we're, we're not done with it yet. <laughs> there's right. still, there's still more stuff that we have to, that we, we have to navigate through as men. And uh, many of us as fathers and husbands, and many of you guys that might be watching this, you're a leader in some mm-hmm. way, shape or form. And so, yeah, it's been challenging. We've all had the, that, that word pivot. <laughs> yeah. Basketball. Uh, we've had to pivot, man. We had to do the pivot move, Frank. And, uh, <laughs> you know, switch it up and uh, cross over a little bit. There but, you go. Uh, anyways, yeah, our, our team has done a great job, though. I'm really proud of them. And our church was already very digitally savvy and, you know, doing streaming online. We've been doing that for over a decade and, uh, you know, strong on social media platforms and stuff. So uh, internally, it wasn't hard for us to, mm-hmm. you know, just shift to that. But on the other hand, like personally, you know, Church, like we love to be with each other mm-hmm. physically in person, and I'm a very relational person. So for me, that's been hard, and for a lot of people that are in our church, you know, you know our church, bro. Yeah, we got the yeah. lobby. Everyone hangs out afterwards. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, um, there's definitely some some elements of church that are missing. And um, so, Pastor T, talk a little bit about crossover. Crossover is a very unique church. I drove down to Tampa, even when I was living up in Orlando, further away. I ventured all the way down to Tampa to check out this church. Tell us about crossover. What's what's unique about crossover? I mean, you got a festival called Flavor Fest, so there's something different going on down there. Yeah, so you you know it's unique if you got Chris driving like an hour 
<laughs> so, so yeah, crossover is very diverse, multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-class. Uh, we meet in a former Toys R Us store building. We retrofitted it, turned it into a church. And uh, I'm an artist. That's what the the AKA Urban D is. I'm a, I'm a hip hop spoken word artist. And so me being an artist and a creative, um, I've built a team of a lot of other creatives and we give them platforms. And so, you know, we got people at the church that are producers and filmmakers and DJs and dancers and painters and actors and all those kind of things. And so, and we got guys like Chris Cuff runs film festivals, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so a lot of people that are into the arts really appreciate, you know, the style and the flavor that we have. And, um, you know, God's helped us to reach uh, a lot of people for the Lord. You know, since we moved in the building, we've mm-hmm. seen a couple thousand people start a relationship with Jesus. And uh, we baptized in the past nine years about 1,500 people. Wow. And so it's, it's, been a, it's been a great journey, man. It's amazing. I, I love that church. That church is it's just so dope, man. It's got so much flavor, Flavor Fest. Talk, I mean, talk about Flavor Fest. I mean, that is, that is supposedly coming this year. Uh, yeah. In October, uh, I know things are crazy, just like the International Christian Film Festival. Yeah. When, when we, is this podcast? When is this going to be live, bro? Oh, this will be live uh, probably Sunday, man. So, it's, all right, it's, so I'm yeah. going to drop it on you right here, right now. Okay. So, Flavor Fest, you know, we're making the announcement actually later today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had to make the made the decision that we're not going to be having Flavor Fest in person mm-hmm. this fall. Man, we've been holding out. I've been trying to be the optimist on the on the thing. right. Like, come on, guys, we we gotta just wait. It's yeah, we yeah. Wait and see, uh, but for a number of reasons, you know, uh, right now in Florida, we're seeing a big spike mm-hmm. of cases, as they are in Texas, Arizona, California. I mean, there's like 30 states right now that are seeing a, a major increase. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, three, four weeks ago, we were trending in the right direction and mm-hmm. Florida was getting better and better. Things were opening back up. We're like, okay, you know, it's not going to be normal, but, right. you know, we're going to make a decision in July to kind of see how the rest of the country is. And now, like, everything seems to be going the other direction again. Yeah. And yeah. even would have been good, there was still a lot of question marks there. Like, are people going to be comfortable with traveling this year? Yeah, that's a big thing. They fly on a plane mm-hmm. other places. Then secondly, a lot of people are in urban ministry. Mm-hmm. Are they going to have the budget? Because economically, everyone's been impacted. And then on the other hand, a lot of our funding comes from sponsors. And some of our major sponsors have already told us, like, um, our company is just, we're not sponsoring anything for the rest mm-hmm. of the world. Everything wow. is pause right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then with the concerts... We just don't know how many people are really going to be comfortable with coming to a concert. Yeah. Um, kind of hard to social distance. You got mm-hmm. all these people. And even if it is safe, there's still a lot of people who are going to have, you know, COVID trauma. <laughs> They're going to yeah, absolutely proud for a while. It's going to, you know, take a while. So all those things, you know, in consideration with then now we're seeing a major spike mm-hmm. and to pull back. We're just like, yeah. So Flavor Fest is an urban leadership conference that we've been doing since the year 2000. And uh, it's really just to train people that are in uh, the urban context, uh, church planting, pastors, church leaders, youth pastors, um, artists. Um, a lot of conferences don't do anything for artists. So we, mm-hmm. we have a couple hundred Christian hip hop artists that come. We have a, a workshop track for them. And of course they're featured in the concerts that we have. 
uh, Friday and Saturday night. We do a big outreach together, mm-hmm. so we learn together, then we fellowship together, and then we serve together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a big family reunion, man. There's yeah, really, for sure. You know, four or five hundred leaders that come from around the country, and then in the evenings, there's you know like a thousand plus people at the at the concerts that we do, and so uh, it's it's amazing. It's awesome. I'm so sad that we're not. Yeah do it in person, but mm-hmm. we have to do something virtually. Mm-hmm. We're still working through the details of that. Right. Um, it's not going to be a two-day thing. It's not mm-hmm. going to be as long because um, Flavor Fest is an experience. It is. I feel like we have to do something, you know, to, to give our people some, they, they need some content right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do something on a Saturday and um, we're probably going to, we're going to make it free, but mm-hmm. there'll probably be a paid option if you want to get like everything, all the recordings of everything because we're going to do um, like lots of breakout workshops. And That's so awesome. One, <laughs> right. Um, we want to get all of them. We'll, we'll have a package that, you know, we'll be able to raise a little bit of money to help us. Mm-hmm. It, but we want to make it free. If anybody just wants to come as a, as a leader to come and learn. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so we're excited about the possibility of that and what that's going to look like. We're going to get to the drawing board and replan everything. Just like we're having to do that with the church right now. Right. We're planning on reopening in July. And it's not really looking wise right now. It's not looking good, man. Yeah, man. So we're probably going to have to push back. Mm-hmm. So, Frank, I know you're, you're deep with your church, man. Right, right. Now, Frank, I know you're deep with your church. I mean, what kind of things are going on at, at, at your your church, man, with the, with the pandemic and stuff? We're in a mix between numbers going down, but then they're kind of spiking back up. What have you guys been doing over there at Remnant? Yeah, um, well, it's funny because I'm listening to, to Pastor Tom, and he 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 reminds me it's like the splitting image of, of Pastor George said a yeah. logo. I mm-hmm. mean, they both come from the you know the urban hip hop uh, you know industry. He was a youth pastor, mm-hmm. and now he's the pastor of the church, and it's the same thing. I, I gotta meet this guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he him off right away. He goes, he, a, AKA Rubik's Cuban. Really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. He was, he was down in Miami. Oh, and, you know, he was the youth pastor at OHOP, Orlando House of Prayer. Mm. And, and then uh, we, you know, stretched off as Remnant Christian Center, and the House of Prayer is now just an equipping center. Mm. It's the same thing. We're multicultural. I mean, we're big into the arts, you know, mm-hmm. hip hop, music, and stuff like that, because, you know, that's the way you relate to today's culture, too, man. You got to let those, you got to let their, uh, their juices flow. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. And just like Pastor Tom was saying, man, we're a huggy church. My pastor was losing it. He's like, I got to hug somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were going through it, too. And it's like, you know what? But it's it's very important what what Pastor Tom just said. They were prepared to make the transition Mm -hmm. to go with this virtual church and and continue. And that's what we did, too. We, we, You know, it's... The Bible says we need to be prepared in and out of season. Right. You know, it, just, it just took everybody off guard. And the businesses and the churches that are hurting right now are the ones that were not prepared for this transition. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I, I believe it's a big awakening for the church. And even for ours, you know, we're like, okay, what can we do now? Because we see this whole thing in the future and what's happening now. You know, what can we do to make this, you know, but it's still, whether you're on the camera whether you're in the church, the love of God has to shine through. People will know, you know, what's fake, what's real. 
you know, so I, I just, I believe like what, what he was saying, the same thing with the transition. And then you have different opinions and then you have, you know, so there's a balance and we just got to remember to keep God in the forefront, look through, the, look through his lenses right. as to, to what's going on. And like we talked about last week, you know, there's a lot of youth. I, I came from, I got saved in, in uh, Pastor Dave's church, uh, Times Square Church, Pastor David Wilkerson, mm -hmm. New York City. And I attended there for a while. And I was thinking about it this morning. Pastor Dave was this skinny white preacher in Pennsylvania. And he looked at the youth on TV one day, watching them being locked up. It was majority was the Hispanic and the black community in Brooklyn in those days. And mm -hmm. the Lord put on his heart, he says, these kids don't need jail. They need Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he went into the inner city and took the heat and everything like that. But look at what came out of that, this big movement on a, and change the, the way that churches look at these, kid, these kids, these youth coming up. You know, just like we talked about last week with, you know, the rioting and stuff like that. These kids or these youth of this generation, they just need to learn. They need to be part of something and learn how to channel that energy that God has given them already. Right. Talented, there's stuff like that. So if we, could, if we as the church and, and the leaders of the church can teach these youth and be vulnerable. Let them know that we make mistakes too, that we're real, but to take what they what they have and what God has given them and channel it in a good direction. Yes, you can still be angry, you can still be upset, but to channel that that in, in the right direction where God wanted to for for the better. Amen. Chris, did you ever you're you're a movie guy, Chris? Have you ever yeah. seen Crossing the Switchblade? No, yeah. I've not seen that one. Yeah. Frank, tell him, bro. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, that, that's, you, you can go watch it. I think it's even on YouTube, but it's okay. the story of Pastor Dave Wilkerson mm -hmm. and how he went to the inner city. Oh, and okay. The evangelist of his time, Nicky Cruz, mm -hmm. was the biggest gang leader of a Spanish gang in Brooklyn. Mm. And he kept, I remember there was one scene where Pastor Dave goes up to Nicky and, and he goes, you know, God loves him. And Nicky goes to him, preacher, I'll slice you in a thousand pieces. And Pastor Dave looked at him and said, every one of those thousand pieces will cry out that God loves you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And they came together for two gangs to finally duke it out to who's going to run the territory. And they came to a, a little event that Pastor Dave was doing. That's yeah. where they were going to go down. So that day, Nick got saved and became one of the biggest evangelists, in, in, you know. In I got to check that out. I got to check that out for sure. It has Eric Estrada and Pat Boone. So you know Are you how serious? Oh, man. What a combination. Yeah. Man, man yeah, for bro, sure. He's an OG too, man. I got to meet him and yeah. do some, do like a ministry event with him back. I think it was in 2006 uh, in the Bronx. Yeah, but look, look at it this way. This, t this tells you the depth because I truly believe it's all God behind the scenes and us just being obedient to what God's called to do. Mm -hmm. T Challenge was founded by Pastor Dave and his brother, mm -hmm. and they are the most successful outreach program in the world. Wow. I, I like crazy numbers. Wow. And it's because me going to that church and serving there for seven years, I know the heart of these men. They're so humble, but yet mm -hmm. so, you know, like, like what I'm seeing, like with Pastor Tom in their church, it's just so, man, they just want to invest into the youth. You know, right. Not look at them, not look at them down or what they're doing, but look at what they can be, what they can't, you know, and that's, that's where I come from. And that's why I, I feel like our church, your church, I mean, that's, those are the ones that are succeeding because God wants us to invest into these children. Mm -hmm. the examples 
also be vulnerable. We got to get you down to crossover so you can check it out, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's sure. With your Pastor George. Yeah. 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 Get Pastor George down there, too. He's real cool, man. Yeah. He was on the show with yeah. us before. Our Cuban twin. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. Hey, Pastor no, we'll, T. We'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring our rappers. You'll have your rappers. And oh, we'll have a rap fest. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I hope you got it. some dancers, too, because they, they, the, they got the floor oh, down okay. there, too. Yeah, we got a dance with I'm, not, I'm not gonna whip. I'm not gonna whip out my cardboard like I used to. <laughs> we got the use. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So, Pastor. Um. All right. So, uh, we're going through church. Of course, our church is organized. Lots of plans going on, and uh, of course, you got a big digital following. You got a big in-person following, and then boom, lockdown. COVID hits. People losing jobs, uh, no more church. Um, what are you guys thinking? What's the process you guys go through, and, and what kind of different things have they done that crossover? Yeah, so immediately when the lockdown happened, we were our first concern was our people. We want to make sure our people uh, we're checking in on them, we're calling them, we're making sure they're okay. If they need anything, if they need prayer, if they need food, you know. So that was our biggest thing, you know. And over those. First couple of weeks, man, we made hundreds and hundreds of, of phone calls. Mm. Um, all the staff did. It was so funny because I'm calling people. I was calling like, you know, five to ten people every day. Wow. And uh, it was funny because people were like, uh, hello? Like, and because it's my voice. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, probably about once a month we'll do a recorded voicemail oh, with me. Mm-hmm, Is, mm-hmm. This isn't a recording? I'm like, no, it's me for real. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you know, mm-hmm. you're calling, you know, so it was funny. Um, wow. But yeah, as we checked on everybody and loved on them, here's what we found. We found that the majority of our church, even till this point now, the majority is still working. Um, they've been protected. God's been providing. Um, it's It's been miraculous. So, you know, God's economy is different than the world world's economy. Amen. Because you, know, you can look at all the people that are now unemployed and we have a lot of people that go to our church and we've only talked to like, I can count on a hand. Wow. How many people not, you know, working. Praise um, God. And some people that, you know, did get laid off or furloughed, like they got other jobs, mm-hmm. you know, even in the middle of this pandemic, I've, I've heard at least uh, I could count on two hands, uh, the amount of people from our church that got new jobs, mm-hmm. some of them better jobs, wow. um, making wow. more money than they were making before. Um, some, I had lunch with a guy yesterday that sold this house. Mm. in the middle of the pandemic and he's building a new house and it's like so god is still moving he's working he's taking care of his people um unfortunately this has been longer (laughs) than Mm -hmm. we would like it to be Mm -hmm. Uh, but god still has a plan through it so it's caused us to really just lean in and seek god and as a leader i've had to do that more than ever before Mm -hmm. you know uh, because as a leader, you're, you're trying to plan for what's next, what's in the future. Right. And right now, the future is so uncertain. Like, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen in two weeks from now or a month mm-hmm. from now. And if we make plans, sometimes we've had to dial them back or speed them up. Or So it's really caused us this year to, to seek God um, more than ever. It's, it's amazing. I mean, when ever has there been a time when, when we're pretty much every form of entertainment or distraction is wiped out uh all sports um most of entertainment you know no movies being made no new tv shows being made everything is gone um to me it's god putting the whole world on pause 
yes. and saying, okay, you, you got time. I, you know, I mean, I, I saw a meme like this today, you know, shut this off, shut this off. You got time for me now, you know, um, definitely the wise man has been taking advantage of this and spending more time with God and working on their work with God and, and just moving forward um, in their self ministry. What I'd like you to go through because some amazing things have happened down in Tampa. Um, you know, we have the goal, the whole uh, black, black lives matter movement. Um, a lot of protesting and unfortunately a lot of rioting and some rioting happened right on Fowler Avenue, uh, not too far from the church. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So it's, you know, we had this first wave of COVID, right. That we all mm -hmm. have to deal with. And then there's been this second wave of racial injustice and then protesting that in many cities, unfortunately, you know, turned violent mm -hmm. and protesting can be good. If, you know, you want to get out there and, and we have that, you know, right as Americans to be able to, you know, protest about whatever we, that that's a privilege that a lot of people around the world don't have. Right. Um, you know, so you can be angry, but like mm -hmm. the Bible says, in your anger, do not sin. Mm. And when it turns into, you know, vandalizing people's property and stealing things and burning things, like that's sin. And that's not going to be productive. And that's mm -hmm. not honoring George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery or Breonna Taylor or any of the things that we're supposedly, um, you know, protesting about. And I understand pe people are angry. People mm -hmm. are upset. They're frustrated because we, this seems like a circle that we keep going in, right? Right. But at the same time, um, you know, we, we, we can't, we can't let the violence um, overtake what the, what the cause is. Amen. You know, there's a lot Amen. of opportunists out there that they're not even about the cause. They mm -hmm. just want to cause trouble and, and right. steal stuff and, you know, create chaos. Mm -hmm. So on Fowler Avenue, yeah, the, the, the street that our church is located on, it's a major artery in the city, especially in the urban community. And uh, that's where the protesting kind of, ended that day and then that's where it turned violent and so there was about 40 businesses that were broken into and looted and uh several were burned and uh praise god our church was protected uh and respected mm. by, the, by the neighborhood people know what we do how we love our city and so but our direct neighbors next to us uh this fireworks place they were broken into a bunch of stuff was stolen across the street there was a hertz rental car they broke in and took the keys and stole a bunch of the cars. Wow. And, yeah, man. So, you know, and then up and down Fowler, there was just, uh, you know, down the street is where this one plaza, the entire plaza was basically destroyed and, and mm -hmm. a big chunk of it was burned down. Right. So, uh, and the mall, they were trying to get into the mall, but that's where the, all the police and the SWAT team were lined up with their shields. And there was a crowd of hundreds of people throwing mm -hmm. rocks and bottles and, uh, uh, tear gas they were mm -hmm. thrown back at him and so you know we've never seen anything like that in tampa it's amazing um, i've lived here over two decades mm -hmm. uh, i know there was riots back in the 60s and stuff right. that i read about before before we were around <laughs> but um but yeah so it's it's almost been like this perfect storm people mm -hmm. been stuck in the house with covid mm -hmm. and now there's this stuff that happens and it was just like this pressure cooker and then right. it, it was People were just ready to go off. Mm -hmm. And so uh, so what we did is I was in a lot of meetings that week because I sit on the board for uh, our neighborhood as an innovation district, and I get to sit on this advisory board. And so we had some emergency meetings to say, what can we do to bring unity? What can we do to bring justice? And uh, a lot of it deals with people in our neighborhood. They need jobs. Uh, people in our neighborhood, they need better housing. They need mm -hmm. opportunity. 
And so uh, those are things we're really trying to work on as we're redeveloping um, our neighborhood and community. And so I'm grateful I'm on that team to be able to speak up and have a voice and have some influence. And, and they support all the stuff that we're doing, you know, in, in the city, in the neighborhood. So what we decided to do was we're going to do a, we were already going to do a prayer meeting in the parking lot. We're not meeting in person yet, but we're like, we're going to do a parking lot prayer meeting. Uh, that was before this even came. That was on, our, on the calendar. We were announcing mm -hmm. it. And then it turned into, uh, we're going to do a prayer walk. We're going to meet in the parking lot. We're going to go up Fowler Avenue. We're going to pray, you know, in front of the burn buildings in the mall, walk back. It's going to be our church. We're going to walk up the sidewalks and, you know, maybe we'll have a couple hundred people show up or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I had all these other pastors calling me, hey, man, are you guys okay? What are you guys doing? So what we're doing, a prayer walk. Can we come? So it ended up that there was about a dozen pastors that came Wow. Um, the largest church in Tampa, it's called Grace mm. Family Church. Um, all of their pastors came and walked mm. with us. And they probably had, they didn't tell their whole church because they have about 9,000 people. Um, but, uh, the word got out and they, they probably had, they had over 100 people represented wow. from the church. Mm -hmm. uh, they came and walked with us. And then we had uh, some city, our city councilmen, um, some police officers, some activists, um, um, our House of Representatives lady, business, mm. several business owners, um, celebrities, Tony Dun Coach Tony Dungy was there walking wow. with us. KB wow. was there. Mm. Uh, hip hop artist, Christian hip hop artist Dayton was there. Oh, wow. uh, with some other guys that are known in the city. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, it was awesome to see the community come together. And we started at Crossover in the parking lot and we did worship. We did a couple songs of worship and it was pouring rain. Yeah. That was the other thing. We still had over 400 people come, and it was pouring outside. So everybody wow. had umbrellas. Some people didn't even – they had raincoats on and ponchos. And mm. So we were out there singing in the parking lot. We had tents for where the worship team and the speakers were. Everyone mm -hmm. uh, else was out with their umbrellas, and the whole parking lot just packed. We didn't park any cars in there because we knew it was going to be a big gathering space. We wanted to help people social distance and, you know. Uh, and then we walked up Fowler Avenue, and the police shut the street down for us. So, you know, four lanes wide, we're going wow. down Fowler Avenue. We rented this DJ truck, Frank, and we had this DJ <laughs> truck worship music in the front, like leading the march. That's dope. These big flags, love our city flags. And so uh, we went down to the mall. Nice. People were honking. Some people parked their cars and jumped in and walked with us. Uh, our business owners were coming out, cheering for us, clapping. Uh, so we got down to the mall. We set up a stage down there right in the space where the conflict was um, mm. just one night earlier. And we had a few different pastors pray over specific things, over racial justice, over the next generation, over our city leaders, over pastors. And then the last part I'll share is over business owners mm. uh, that were impacted. And so some of those business owners were there. And in specific, some of our partners, they're, they're a Vietnamese restaurant called Saigon Bay. Right. And right. they got burned down. So we um, we got their employees gift baskets with all this nice stuff in it. Hundred dollar gift cards in there. Love our city. Awesome. Uh, our nonprofit was the one that took care of that. And then we wanted to do that for Champs, the Champs store right next to Saigon Bay. It burned down as well, a sneaker mm -hmm. store. And so we wanted to do that for their employees. So we finally got a hold of Champs, their corporate offices. And they're like, no, we don't we don't need anything like we took care of our employees for real. But all of our um, managers from the whole Tampa Bay area, from all of our stores, we want to come walk with you guys. That's and awesome. So they came and walked with us, and then they presented us with a stack of gift cards for our youth ministry and said, here, 
This is we we want to pour back into the community, you know, wow. and let the community know that we're coming back. We're going to rebuild. And so, you know, we were able to share that. Everyone was clapping for champs. And man, they gave me this stack of gift cards, bro. There was 49 gift cards and they were $100 each. Wow. That's crazy. Like, and they down. What a blessing. And we called them and say, hey, we the want store is gone. Yeah. So, so many cool stories that, that came out of it. And then since then, we've been having a lot of conversations with different churches and leaders with the race issue. So Grace Family Church this past Wednesday night, you know, we did a conversation with two of their pastors and how the biggest church in Tampa is now addressing racial issues, which previously wow. hadn't really done that much. Mm-hmm. But they're really realizing like, man, we got to talk about this. Yes. And so, um, it's, it's good, man. So yes. that's really come out of it. Yes, that's that's fantastic. Um, I do want to uh, you to talk about uh, and, and, you know, give some promo for your uh, you have the new podcast that you're doing, the Flavor Fest podcast. You talk about some interesting uh, topics. I was listening last night to Nikita, who's with Christ Afari. You ever heard of Christ Afari, uh, Frank? Yeah. They're dope. Yeah, bro. Christian reggae and they're dope. So that song Oceans by Hillside, they got a reggae version of that. That is just Whoa. nice. Whoa. Nice. It's, uh, they, they did a remix, uh, a reggae version of Waymaker as well. Mm. And the video for that is dope, man. It's like in, in this tropical island. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff is like, it's, it's so good, man. So talk about the yeah. Flavor Fest podcast yeah, so and some the, of the stuff the, you've been doing. Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. That's what we, you know, kind of branded it as because it goes along with the Flavor Fest conference and I'm the host of it. And so really, like, I get to travel quite a bit and speak at a lot of conferences and churches and different events. And I meet a lot of interesting people. So the bottom line is I, I get to have those people to, to come on the podcast and share their story and share leadership principles. And it's just encouraging. It's inspiring. So, you know, so it's for leaders, you know, leaders in the urban context. Um, so if, if you're a church leader, if you're a business leader, if you're, you know, serve at your church in some capacity, you're a pastor, a church planner, whatever, you know, you, you're a coach, like if you're mm-hmm. a leader in some capacity. So, yeah, so we've had some great guests. So we, we had Montel Jordan on the first mm-hmm. episode, the guy who's saying, this is how we do it. Um, yeah. he's a good friend of mine. Um, hip hop artist Dayton has mm-hmm. been on it. Um, uh, Christian hip hop artist OG KJ52. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's a nut, man. <laughs> he's hilarious. Funny, bro. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we planted a church in Atlanta called Crossover Church ATL last fall. So the second episode we did with uh, Scott Free, he's the pastor there. And so talked about like, what does church planting look like in a pandemic? Um, then we had a friend of mine named Myron Pierce. He's a pastor and an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. And he went from prison um because he was hustling he was in jail penitentiary for like five years got saved in prison started a relationship with jesus got out uh, went to bible college started planting churches mm. and then started several multi-million dollar companies several that, like fund his church plants wow yeah you know? so he's just got an amazing story and then of course nikita mm-hmm. is on there and, and you know her one of the big things she talks about is how to fundraise you know how to fundraise to become an urban missionary because if you want to be in, in ministry especially urban ministry or missions, a lot of times you got to figure out, well, I got to raise my own funds. I got to pay my own way. How do I do that? She shares some great, great tips and topics. And so, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of great conversations on there. It's on all the podcast platforms, just like this. Mm -hmm. And then we also have a YouTube version 
of it as well. That's on my YouTube channel, which is Urban D eight one three. It rhymes because I like to rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Pastor T, thank you so much for, for giving us your time and, and your wisdom and telling us the stories of what's going on down there. Totally appreciate it. Would love to have you back sometime to maybe feed into the men of Christ that are doing their walk, help those guys out. Um, Frank, you got any parting words or last things you'd like to say? Um, just, you know, uh, what Pastor T is saying, I just feel like this is a time for reset. Like what you were saying, Chris, that God, God is doing a reset right now for those who are diligently seeking him right now, because I believe there's a true harvest is coming. And a scripture that God gave me that's familiar to everybody is that religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the father is to visit orphans and the widows in their affliction. And we forget about the second part and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Mm. I mean, we got to do the work of God, but just don't remember that we're, we don't, we're not doing what they're doing. And orphans, a lot of people, they'll think, oh, we got to go to an orphanage. Let me tell you, they're in the streets right now. They're protesting right now. Those mm -hmm. are kids without fathers. Those are kids who are lost. Those are orphans. Those are real orphans. And then also the widow, you know, the widows, the mom with them that might not have the dad there or a dad there that doesn't have the mom with them. We always mm -hmm. picture that, you know, one or the other, you know, in this day and age, we, we don't know. And it's truly getting to know them. And I truly believe right now, what God is doing is that people seem to forget, and it's sad to say a lot of Christians forget that the word says that where sin abounds, grace even more. Mm -hmm. and when you look mm -hmm. at what Pastor Tom did and the march that they did and the outpouring and, and, and the connectivity, let me tell you something. The evil out there is never, never going to overcome God's grace, never. So if we as Christians could get that in our mind while we're out there, while we're protesting, while we're talking to people, we're bringing hope that God's grace is always going to be more than the evil that's around us, man, we got the victory and we just got to keep going and keep moving. And I'm just so happy. I can't wait for, for uh, Pastor George to speak with Pastor Tom. Yeah, yeah. We got to hook that up. We got to make that happen. He knows about some hip-hop stuff that you guys are doing. He's going to be like, whoa. Oh, yeah. He's going to love it. He's going to love it. Maybe we'll have one uh, episode here. We'll have them both on. That would that'll be great, man, if we get that'll them both awesome. on. I don't know if we'll get a word in because they're going to be like bouncing back and forth and oh, just going back and forth, getting to know each other. Yeah. You seriously yeah. get poured into. They just, they, they got a passion. You can tell they got a passion. Amen. They, they just love the people. And that, it's a blessing, man. Yeah. Pastor Tommy, yes. any final words before we end? Hey, last thing I say to all the men out there watching is, is guys, be encouraged. I know it's been a hard year. We've never lived through a time like this. We've never led through a time like this. And um, it's been challenging. But um, God's got you. You know, lean in, seek him more than ever, and be encouraged. It's, it's going to get better. Um, we don't know exactly what's next around the corner, but guess what? We're connected to the one that, that does know. Amen. And again, like we said earlier, his economy is different than the world's economy. Amen. So he's going to take care of his, his people and protect them. And so in those moments where you might be worried and those moments where you might have some anxiety, you might be like scared, like, how am I going to provide for my family? What's going to happen next? What's going to like seek God and he can give us that supernatural favor and, and take care of us. And through these hard times, through these times when there's a, a dip, that's when we seek him and God does new things inside of us that he couldn't do when everything's great. And we're on the mountaintop. So, right. um, so press in press in and let God do new things in your life. Like, like Chris said, 
the reset button has been pressed. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, you can catch us on 24 Flicks YouTube page. We have a Real Men Talk Show page on Facebook. All the episodes go on there. And then this goes on as a podcast on all your podcast platforms, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Breaker, Switcher, all over the place. So just check us out. Uh, remember, please check your chickens, check your mental. And remember, each day you wake up is a blessing. God bless.